This is your host, Andy Alleman. I'm the founder of Casa Noon Beauty and Wee Wee Studio. On the show each week, you're going to get no gatekeeping strategies to build your brand, weekly smart ideas to help you spend more time out of office, and conversations with kind, caring creatives making an impact and life-changing money. We're rewriting the rules of business by blending intuitive flow with proven strategies. Welcome to The Unschool. Hey, it's Andy. Welcome back to the show. This is a solo episode. I am going to be answering a lot of questions from our Instagram broadcast channel. If you haven't checked out the channel, it's free. We have almost 2,000 members. We do an Ask Me Anything like every single week. It is called the Smart Girls Don't Gatekeep channel. So come check it out. Come join if you're not already a member. Like I said, it's free and you get to ask questions and... I'll answer them. And sometimes we have so many questions that it feels like it's time to bring those questions over here to the podcast. So what I've done this week is I've taken a look at some of the questions that seem to keep coming up. And those are the questions I'm going to focus on in this episode. Before we do that, I also want to mention our Smart Girls Mastermind Membership is currently open for enrollment. This is an application process style program. And I want to tell you a little bit about why. It is not because we are going to be judging you and your business and your Instagram and deciding if you're good enough. I know that feeling of imposter syndrome that can creep up inside of so many of us. I certainly get it too. It's not about that. It's about making sure that you are coming into the right place for you. So the Mastermind membership is going to be really great for you if you are really committed to using Instagram as a tool and strategy to grow your business. If you come in and you tell me, you know what, I really want to focus on LinkedIn. I am not a LinkedIn expert. So I'm going to tell you that might not be the best program for you to come here into Smart Girls Mastermind membership. However, the Unschool might be really, really great for you because it is a broader do-it-yourself business program that's got mindset work and branding work and pitching work and social work. And you could certainly apply your LinkedIn strategy, for example, into what you're learning in the unschool. If you were to tell me that you really don't have an interest to coming to live lab sessions, I also might tell you, hey, go hang out in the unschool. It's going to be really great for you. If you are feeling like live lab, getting my team and I really into your business where we're doing a lot of this work together, where it's like a done with you experience, where we're giving you feedback and you're willing to make some big pivots if necessary. And you are really interested in learning the funnels to go from creating an engaged community on Instagram and turning that into a customer Smart Girls Mastermind membership will be for you. If you also were looking for business besties that you can collaborate with, that you can share ideas with, that you can share your thoughts on their work and will would like to invite their thoughts on your work, if that feels like your vibe, it will be very much for you. Here's the other thing that's really different about this. I have shifted this program after one month. We did this mastermind, which you probably know about in the month of January. It was four weeks. Now it is shifted to a membership. And you might be thinking like, but why? Let me take you back a little bit. Launching my very first course way back in, what was it, 2017 or 
18, it was a complete step into the unknown. It was back when the word influencer was brand new and entrepreneurs were just starting to understand how it could be possible to use the internet for education. It certainly was not a thing that went together. I notice I get these messages sometimes that are like, oh, she's an influencer teaching X. And look, I have no shade towards someone who identifies as an influencer. I identify as a business strategist, an educator, and an entrepreneur first. And the fact that I'm able to influence thinking, love it. But I certainly think about myself first as a strategist. So when I think back Landing those first students was such a dream. The idea of not having to swap time for money to help others was really good for my life and for my business. You might be feeling this same way if you're doing lots and lots of one-on-ones, which is what I was doing. And if you notice that you're saying the same things over and over and over, that's what I was doing. So I was swapping all this time for money doing lots of one-on-ones, and all of a sudden, I was able to impact more people by creating a program that would give those people that would normally be coming in for one-on-ones this information in a new format. And then all of a sudden, over the next couple of years, course creation and business coaching became quite the norm. And what I knew really well was how to do live launches. So I kept doing that. So when you hear this this term, live launch, it basically means that you're opening up a program, you're inviting people in, and then you are doing a lot of work in that program. So it's basically like taking one-on-ones and doing a one-to-many sort of style and constantly having to open it up and then close it and open it up and close it. That cycle of launching and hustling towards that next time it's going to be closed and then the next time it's going to be open, that absolutely burned me out. It was completely exhausting. It is not my thing. The other thing that happens when you're doing that is your income gets crazy. It's like all over the place. It's hard to predict. It's tough to scale. What also happens is you'll start doubting yourself. You'll start doubting your content. You'll start doubting your strategies. You'll start doubting your products. You'll wonder if you can actually really build a business that allows you to live an out-of-office lifestyle, if you can really take that time to travel, if you can really create more spaciousness in your life to spend time with the ones you love and have more flexibility because you're constantly thinking about the next launch because that's when the money comes in. And that feels scary. So I didn't give up. I instead decided it was really time to pivot. I doubled down on using Instagram as an automated top of funnel community lead machine. I implemented a solid system to sell my courses around the clock and an offer structure that leads my perfect people, which I think you're probably one of them, to the right options for them anytime. What does that mean? Translated, no more hit or miss live launches, no more stress about, okay, we're going to make money, but it's only going to be when the doors open to this program. No more crazy lengthy email funnels, no more adding incentive after incentive to get new people into my programs, less people just like lurking around my IG and instead actually coming into the community and finding the products that are right for them. I experimented a lot with 
quite a few marketing strategies, and I got really good at my approach. And so now my business, we are offering programs always. They are always open. You can join the Unschool anytime. You can download our playbooks or our toolkits or get our audio workshops anytime. You can now join the Smart Girls Mastermind membership, you bet, anytime. What does that mean for me? It means I'm actually able to live that out-of-office entrepreneur lifestyle that I have always been working to achieve, and I'm able to help more people and give you exactly what you want in the time that you want it. So if you want to replicate this approach to boost your sales, to get your systems right, to get really clear on who your perfect people are, the Smart Girls Mastermind membership is where we teach this. It is a done with you membership where you get all the resources that you need to create, monetize, and manifest your obsession-worthy brand. And I will be completely clear with you when I say this. It is not a quick fix. It will require your time and effort to integrate into your business this style, this ecosystem, this this approach. But you're not going to be doing it alone. And that's the really beautiful thing about doing it inside of a group environment. So you're going to get weekly live labs with me and my team. You're going to get expert guidance from my team and I as well, Monday through Friday. You're going to get feedback from the community all the time. There's accountability threads. There's Instagram challenges. There's launch sprints. And there's so much more to accelerate your growth quickly. Our community that is already inside of the Mastermind is so They're just so cool. They're this intimate group of really smart girls from creative niches that are ready to collaborate and support with you or support you and grow alongside of you. The value, I really believe, is quite incredible. So if you've been thinking about it and you want to add evergreen digital products to your business and get out of one-on-ones all the time or out of launching, I had Zach Kravitz on the show a week ago, and he said, my goal is to never launch again. And I feel that. I totally feel that. And if you're feeling that too, this could be really, really great for you. Okay, so let's get into this week's Ask Me Anything from the broadcast channel. The first question that I want to speak to, this is going to be a long one. And then After I answer this one that is a bit longer, then I'll go through some rapid fire style. So the first question was, will you speak to your feelings, your point of view, basically, on the ethics of AI? And yes, I will. And I haven't really shared my feelings or my point of view on AI on this podcast. So I think it's appropriate that we do that here. I want to just mention this. I have been taking a deep look at the ethics of AI for years, probably four-ish plus years. So way before ChatGPT came out like a year ago. I know a lot of the ethics conversations around AI are hot right now. And I'm noticing that there's two big ethics questions that I get in my DMs. One is, is it cheating to use it? And specifically, large language models like ChatGPT or Google Gemini, for example. The other is, what about the environment? Obviously, these are two things that are of high importance to me when I am thinking about the ethics of AI. I'm a writer. I've written a blog for 10 plus years. I have several books out. My husband's a musician. I believe fully that the artistic expression 
that comes from the human experience cannot be replicated and should not be replicated in any other way by robots, especially. So I stand fully in that. And of course, I am someone who cares deeply about the planet and the environment and the world that we're leaving behind for the generations to follow us. So those things are really important to me. I think this is an interesting place to look if AI is newer to you. UNESCO creates guidelines and guardrails for all types of technology. So AI is one of those, and that's one of the set of principles I've been really taking a deep look at over these last couple of years. They also have guidelines for things like genetics and climate science, from manipulating the weather to the ethics of brain technology and, of course, artificial intelligence. Their goal at UNESCO is to create a world that's inclusive, sustainable, and peaceful. I am very much aligned with that thinking. So there are 10 core points that UNESCO highlights. I could go through all 10, and we could do a two-hour, three-hour episode here, I'm not going to go through all 10 of these checkpoints that they have on their responsible AI use list, but I encourage you to take a look at these principles. They can help you to navigate navigate this space and feel really confident about how you're using it and staying in alignment to your values. The points that are really important to me, do no harm. Basically, use AI for good stuff. Keep people's privacy. Keep people safe and secure. Don't go build things with AI that are going to harm people in that way either. Be collaborative with AI. So consumers, experts, and even policymakers should have all have some input. Everyone's perspective should matter. I believe in that fully. It should be transparent. So let's be honest, sometimes things get confusing and it shouldn't feel so cryptic. So let's make sure that our AI systems are transparent and trustworthy and that we're not creating things and then putting them off as something that was created by a human being that in fact that is not true. There are things that AI can do that we don't necessarily talk about from an ethics perspective in this community because we're using it so much for things like content creation, social media stuff, specifically that I'm really excited about. Like, for example, I booked my mammogram and got a message from the doctor's office saying they're going to be using some AI technology that's going to help to identify breast cancer more quickly. So there's things like that that I think are really interesting that I'm not going to talk about here, but I think it's worth having awareness around where this technology can go and what it's already doing. One of the points that I think is incredibly important too is that there should be human oversight. It's a tool, not a replacement for our human minds and our human judgment. So critical decisions should be kept in the minds or in the realm of the human thinking. Sustainability, of course, AI should not come at the expense of our planet or the planet that we're leaving for future generations. So we need to be choosing solutions that align with a commitment to sustainability when we're we're talking about AI. Fairness, non-discrimination, also really important to me. So it can't just be about 
ticking boxes. It's about fostering trust, transparency, and positive societal impact. As a female founder, we have a really unique opportunity to lead the way and create a future where AI is beneficial in our businesses, but it's also really considering all of those points as well. So I think ensuring that you're informed and educated and understand the ethics from a bigger perspective is helpful. It's just it's good to know it's good to know where things align with your values or where things may feel out of alignment for you. Some of the things that I think AI is so incredibly good for besides just content creation or copywriting, working on your email funnels for example, would be operations. AI can automate repetitive tasks like data analysis or inventory management or customer service interactions. And if you are a small business, these might be things that you as the founder of your business are doing yourself. And over time, this could help you to grow your business to scale more quickly so you can actually hire people to manage these systems. So it's not about replacing people. It's about growing faster so that you can offer your customers more and then bring on team members who can manage the systems as you grow. You can certainly use it for things like development of products, whether your products are consumer product brand types of products or digital products, courses, etc. I love using AI for innovation that way. Research, client avatar research especially, AI can certainly help you with that. If you have not yet tried AI or you feel like you need some help, especially with ChatGPT and Google Gemini, we teach all of this inside of our AI playbook. So how to use prompts. We have like 40 plus prompts inside the playbook. How to use these prompts for your business planning, your sales, your marketing, your email funnels, your basic copywriting, all of those types of things. We can help you with that. Okay, so let's get into the next question. This one came up a lot in some capacity. How do I convert my audience into customers? So here's what I want to take you through. I'm going to take you through the basics of an Instagram to income funnel. We talk about this in our Instagram to income starter kit and inside the unschool. I don't want this to feel super complex for you. So if you have an audience or are working to build one, You want to be delivering content that makes that audience feel like you get them so fully that they want more of what you have to offer. So your content should be that why and what style content. You don't need to teach all the intricate steps. You just want people to see your organic content like your Instagram posts. You want them to see it feel it and know that you understand where they're at and that you are the person that can help them get to the next level. And this works for for anything. Whether you're whether you're a digital creator and you're doing something around nutrition, for example, or wellness, or if you're a graphic designer, even if you are a consumer product brand, like let's say you have a jewelry brand, will your jewelry help them when they get dressed in the morning to feel a little more joy or a little more chic or a little more cool, whatever it might be, you need to think about how your product that you talk about on Instagram 
will help someone to see that you are the person to help them get to that next life point. Okay, so you're going to do that first. Then create something that they find so much value in that they're willing to engage with you further. The old way of doing that was you wanted to get an email address because you would market via email. There's nothing wrong with that. I still do that in my business. I do that through Flowdesk. There's new tools now, however, as well, in which you can deliver that free stuff directly via Instagram, and that tool would be ManyChat. So the three tools I'm talking about would be your Instagram, just your organic Instagram, potentially an email program like Flowdesk, and I think that's always going to be something of tremendous value because it's a place where you own your customer list, and that's important. And then the third tool would be some mechanism to deliver information of high value to your potential customer in an automated way via Instagram. That's going to be ManyChat. Okay, so then here's the flow. You're going to go from that organic post that helps that person to see that you are for them to ManyChat next. So you're delivering that high value piece of information to them. I use things like ebooks. Uh, my podcast, that's something I could set up in ManyChat, and we do that in ManyChat. My free class points to the unschool, so that's something that we use in that ManyChat flow. So those those are the first two steps, organic post, ManyChat. Then they're going to take, you're going to take them to some sort of landing page. That landing page is now going to have the offer that you are selling of course, you want to make sure if you offered some sort of freebie like a masterclass or like a workbook or like a checklist that they receive that and then they also get the information on that next level, basically that way that they can purchase from you. One of the things to think about when you get to that point of purchase is this is where you want to show the how. This is where you're taking that why and what, that resonance that you are for them and showing them that you have the ability to give them the how and to get them into implementation mode. So you want to keep the whole conversation valuable. It doesn't have to be lengthy. It can be brief. And the goal is to ultimately sell something at the end of this flow of this funnel. So you want to make sure you're talking about it along the way that, hey, here's some free valuable stuff, some sort of piece of information. And as you continue to move through the process with me, if you want to go deeper to implement the paid product is what's going to really get you there. You want to be so compelling to your potential customer that when they get to the point of the paid offer, they're like, of course I want this. I already trust you. I've been checking you out. I feel like you get me. Let's go. Let's take it to the next level. Something else came up that kind of goes with this question, which is how do I know what to sell? Or I know what I'm good at, but I don't know how to monetize what I'm good at. One main thing to think about is what did you need that you didn't have a year ago or two years ago or five years ago or even just six months ago, some piece of knowledge, some set of tools that you didn't have then that you have now? How can you package that up and make that available? 
there were quite a few questions around how do I launch quickly? Basically, I have a new offer and I have less than 30 days lead time, or I just don't know how to find the clients, or I am posting, but nobody's buying. Here's the thing. No matter if you've got 30 days, 60 days, six months, what you have to get really, really great at is your messaging. You can be building the product while you're selling it if your messaging is right. We do this all the time in my business. We figure out, okay, what are we creating? What do people need? What is that previous version of me really? What do they need now that I can, in fact, create? We get the messaging really, really good, and then we start selling while we're building. If your messaging is not great, it's going to be hard to sell. So it doesn't matter if you have 30 days or 60 days, I can sit here and tell you, oh, you're going to need a two-week lead time for your funnels and for your email system and for building out your website. You do have to do all of those things, but it doesn't have to be super complex. The basic tools you're going to need is some home to sell your stuff on, so some sort of website, or it could be as simple as a Flowdesk checkout page, just some place where people can pay you and get some general information about what they're buying, some place to host the product that you're selling. And in this case, I'm assuming it's a digital product or a course offering. You need to have some place where people can get that information from you. And then you just need to message it. And of course, you need an audience too. So the things I'd be focused on would be building that audience via social because it is the fastest way to do that and then getting your messaging really, really right. So if you want to go deeper and you want a very specific checklist of, okay, what are the steps, all the tactical, practical steps that you need to launch something quickly? We do have that inside of Instagram to income and that starter kit. We have um, a Notion template, actually. It's called How to Launch a 10K Digital Course. You can take that information, that How to Launch a 10K Digital Course, and apply that to anything. It doesn't have to just be a digital course. It's going to walk you all the way through the launch process, and it's going to be really helpful in doing that. I also had some questions that were like, okay, I'm feeling stuck on what my messaging should be, or this really also goes with that, I'm struggling to grow my account. If you don't have that messaging right, then it's going to be a struggle. So this would be a great time to go use some tools like ChatGPT to get really clear on your perfect people. I shared an exercise inside of the broadcast channel this past week. It's called the empathy exercise. And the whole goal of this exercise is to help you to understand what your people need. So in this practice, you're identifying who your perfect people are, what challenges that you can help them to solve, why you're the one to solve it. And then as you answer those questions about who they are and the challenges that they're having, then you can start to get a bit more clear on your messaging. And if you're struggling with social, that's this is probably why, because you're not super clear on this yet. So here's some questions you could reflect on. Who do I want to help? What are their wants and secret desires? What's stopping them? What challenges are they having? What would make them feel that they we're on the other side of that challenge. And what does it feel like to be in that challenge? What are the consequences of feeling this way? What solution solutions have they tried before that they haven't tried yet? 
And what fears are they having? Like, why are they not making moves to get out of this challenge? Is there any fears or something holding them back? You could go use AI, plug in the answers to this, and get some help on your messaging. I would absolutely suggest that you do that. Okay, now this episode's getting long. We have a lot more questions in the AMA, so maybe I'll bring some more of these in to the next couple of weeks of episodes too, but a couple more that I wanted to highlight. There were some questions around, okay, what do I do if I'm posting at the time the algorithm tells me to, but then I'm still getting no results, or I'm posting every day, but I'm still getting no results, you already know my answer to this question. So I'm not going to answer this one because you know my answer, and it's get your messaging right and make sure you're speaking to people in a way that's really going to move them. I loved this question that came up, what to do when all of a sudden I have a reel that gets high views? Okay, so you've hit. So then what do you do next? Well, celebrate, step one. Be proud of yourself for making that happen. But step two is now go analyze everything that you did to see if you can duplicate it. So notice, okay, what did I do with audio? What was the length? How did I set up the aesthetic of this video? What did I talk about? And then test it, test it, test it to see if you now have the formula. I had an example of a reel that went quite viral last week that had something like 400,000 plays and it was shared over 2,000 times, I had created a reel with the exact same bit of information. The content was basically the same just two weeks before, and it was like a quarter of that result. All I changed was the, the hook on the screen. So basically, one sentence was different, and it landed differently. So when you start to get into that analysis, notice every little point. What did you put on the screen? What was the what was the colors? What was the tone? What was the look at all of what was the vibe? Look at all of that stuff to see if you can analyze what maybe made a difference for you on that one that got the big result. Okay, final two questions that I'm going to answer on this episode. Why Squarespace for our course platform? There's lots of course platforms out there. I would say there's so many good ones. We like the price of Squarespace. We like the aesthetics of Squarespace. It has this new integration literally called Courses. It's an all-in-one type of product where I can host my website and my courses and all of that good stuff in one place. And so that's why I like it. The only thing it's missing is a place for members of membership programs to chat with one another. So we are using school for our membership for the Smart Girls Mastermind so that people can be in conversation. But besides that, I love Squarespace for courses and for website hosting. I've been using it forever. If you like something else better, there's so many good tools out there. So that's just what I'm using. They're not paying me to tell you that. I just happen to love it and think it's really great. And finally, last question, where do I look on the human design chart to know how I can create the best content and offers in my business? I have talked about human design so much on this podcast, so definitely go listen to those other episodes too. But here's a couple things I would look at. I would look at your type, your strategy, your profile lines, and the sleeper hit, go take a look at your incarnation cross. I love looking at incarnation cross, especially the personality sun gate on your chart to tell you how to think about your offers. 
if you do not know where to find information about your incarnation cross. I've shared a bit about that too previously. If you're like, I have no idea what the incarnation cross even is. I love Karen Curry's books. She has several books. I'll link them in the show notes. I also love, there's a gal, her name is Christy Ng. I love her Gates library. You can go click around and learn quite a bit more about each of your gates. Your incarnation cross is compromised of four gates on your chart, your two sun signs and your two earth signs, basically. You probably know what your sun sign is in, in astrology, but do you know what your sun gate is, basically your sun sign in human design? Go take a look at that stuff. I find it to be really helpful for your content creation and offer design. So those are the things, type, strategy, profile, lines. You have two of those. So I'm a manifesting generator. My strategy is to respond. And then my profile is one three. So that's what you're going to look at. And then your incarnation cross. Okay, this has been a lot. <laughs> this episode is much longer than I was thinking it would be. But these were such great questions. And I'm so grateful to you for bringing these questions to the broadcast channel to the conversation. I love talking about all of these topics that we've discussed today. We'll keep doing these AMAs and the broadcast channel each week. I'll keep bringing them to the podcast too. And if you want a place to talk with me in way more detail about these topics, the place to do that is inside the Smart Girls Mastermind membership, which as you know, is now open. If you've loved this episode and would love to support the show as well, the best way you can do that, two things, post it on social, whatever feels great for you. Post the whole episode, tell us your favorite part and tag us and... That would mean the world to us. When we see your post, we literally celebrate every single one. And then secondly, you can leave us a review on the app that you're listening to this episode on. I would not be a good podcaster if I did not ask you to do that. We have a very small team working to put this show together and every review helps. I'll see you again next week with a new interview. Looking forward to being back with you again. Until then, take all these smart ideas, all these great resources, go apply them to your life. Let us know how it's going and I'll see you super soon.